What's going on, everybody? I'm Mr. Aina. I am Domzy. And welcome to the Think Tank. Welcome back to episode three. Can you believe that? Three episodes already? Mm -hmm. We did the first one so long ago. I know. We did I don't even remember how long ago. It was like a year ago or something. <laughs> 2022. It was late 2022. Uh, speaking of that, I actually got a lot of questions because a lot of people were like, you sound so young in this first episode, and then all of a sudden, not even a week later, you upload episode two, but then you sound completely different. Um, so yeah, if you watch the podcast on YouTube, it will say that I uploaded it in November. However, we recorded that <laughs> over over a year ago, <laughs> in 2022, mm -hmm. um, and I finally decided to upload the podcast on uh, YouTube. It's been on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and everything like that already, but decided to bring it to you guys here on YouTube, which actually, it seems like that's where we're getting most of our traction now from, is YouTube. So, yeah. Uh, so, for this episode, Dominic, you said you had an amazing idea, so I'll let you take it. Well, it's, this topic may not be uh, desirable for some audiences, but I wanted to talk about it because it's something to talk about. Uh, college football. We, uh, watch it. we both watch it. Yes. Um, enjoy it. Me and Dominic are avid sports watchers. Um, I just realized I'm not wearing my ring, and that is bothering me. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, me and Dominic love college football. Uh, actually, we prefer to watch college football. The pros suck. <laughs> like eh, eh, NFL's it's okay, but college football's more entertaining. Exactly, I agree with you. So, um, uh, yeah, so we wanted to talk about college football since the playoffs are just around the corner, and by just around the corner, I mean the championship game is next Monday as of recording this. Um, so yeah. the season's coming to an end, and we wanted to talk about. The season that just took place, uh, teams that we thought did good, did bad, our personal favorite teams and how they performed. And then, of course, we want to get to the playoff games that just took place yesterday as a recording. Um, yeah. So, Dominic, let's hear your favorite teams, because I know you have a couple, I believe. Um, so, obviously, Nebraska always oh, will yeah. be. Um kind of really any florida team now but <laughs> i guess that my two favorite ones would probably be florida florida state those are probably mm. two big ones not some not miami so much don't know why something about miami don't really like city, oh, yeah. the city's fine but the, the team's just eh. yeah i agree with you on that and i remember uh i think you were we were in middle school you liked clemson i think or was that early high school? I can't remember. Uh, that's probably junior high or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, because I remember for like two years, I, I you liked Clemson for some reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Back when they were actually good. Now they're kind of mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're just they're just fun to watch. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of those southern schools tend to be fun to watch. Like, they seem more uh, athletic. Is that the well, better word? Lack of a better term? Because around that area of the country, that's just where all the talent is. Like Texas, Florida, Louisiana, that's like where all the, the talent is. Yeah. They don't want to go too far. There was one person that, I think he was, he was from Florida and then went to, he went to go play at like, well, he went to go play at Washington, like mm. across the country. Is where he went to yeah. go play. Yeah, rarely do you see stuff like that. Um, 
All right. Yeah. So Florida schools and then, of course, the homegrown Nebraska. Uh, for most of you watching, me and Dominic are from Nebraska and we are we love the Huskers. They are our home team. Uh, <laughs> obviously, they haven't been doing too hot the past 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. Um, 10 years. Yeah, I'd, I'd say 10 years have been kind of a definitely a drought, but 20 years is a little bit of a stretch. Um. Because before uh, Frost came in, I feel like we were we were bowl eligible under Polini, I believe, a couple times. Yeah. And then Frost came, and we weren't eligible at all during his time here. Um, but for me, mm-hmm. I like uh, I like Nebraska, of course, which uh, I will be going to UNL next year for college and for actually all of my college career. I don't know why I'm saying just next year, but yeah. So I will become a Husker myself. Um, I am also a huge Louisville Cardinals fan. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you will definitely see that. That I I love going to Louisville. That is literally my favorite trip, and I try to do it every year. Um, this year, my dad finally was like, sure. <laughs> but next year, I'll definitely be trying to go by myself because I'll be old enough to travel by myself. But, uh, yeah, so I love Louisville. We've had, we had an amazing year. Uh, and then I do like um, – this is, this is probably the funniest team that – Dominic, can you guess which team this is? <laughs> I have one more favorite team. Funniest team you – Like like you would not guess it. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt? Mm, no. You're close when it comes to talent-wise. No, you're close when it comes to talent-wise. talent, talent wise. Uh, You're on the mm, wrong end of the country. <laughs> wrong side it, of the country. They're not in the SEC, are they? Nope. It's they're in. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay, they were. The no, no, no. Here, here, here's a good hint. They were in the Pac-12. <laughs> were. Uh. It better not be Colorado. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Not here, okay. ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not like Colorado at all. Not just because of Nebraska. Actually, I... we're gonna talk. <laughs> not just. I want to talk about that later. Yes, we we will definitely we're get talk to about that. that later. Um. Um. But yeah. Oh, what the tip? Um. I, I I'm trying to think. It's a California school. U- oh, um, USC. <laughs> You're close. UCLA. It is... No, it is Southern Cal though. Is it a? Uh, Southern Cal. Yeah, trust me, I. <laughs> Once you hear this, you're gonna be like, "How in yeah. the hell is this one of your favorites?" Uh, San Jose State. That's a good guess, but is that not California? That is California, but um, oh, I don't know what is it. it? It's Stanford. <laughs> oh, I forgot they're in Cal. Yeah, they're uh, they're just north of L.A. I can't remember exactly. It's um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, they were they were uh, they were fun to watch when McCaffrey was there. Yeah, yeah. That was like the last time they were good, uh. But yeah, so Stanford is kind of like my um. What do you call it? Like you always root for an underdog. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everyone I'm has that. <laughs> like yeah, so I feel like I well, feel like, like that is like my underdog team that I always cheer for. I only root for an underdog if like they're playing a a, a team that's good that I don't like. Then sure, mm-hmm. but I don't root. I don't. I don't root for an under team just because they're terrible. All right, <laughs> um, and I don't I don't like Stanford because they're terrible, but 
Um, I don't know. I, I like I said, you you would just laugh when I said that because it's like you would not expect it at all. <laughs> like Stanford of all schools. Um, for example, uh, in NCAA uh fourteen. Which be, speaking of speaking of that, we will definitely be on talking about that too with the new game coming out uh, later this year. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing that nonstop. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, on NCAA fourteen, I uh, I always play as Stanford on Dynasty. <laughs> I've made them into a powerhouse like so many times, and I don't get bored of it. I don't know why. I really don't. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I guess since we're talking about college football right now, let's just, or sorry, NCAA football, let's just jump straight into that and work our way back towards reality a little bit. Uh, so yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, later this summer, it was announced two years ago, I believe now, that EA was bringing back NCAA yeah. football um, indefinitely, for all we know, and they announced it for this summer. I think they said July, maybe August, they would be releasing it. Uh, so my biggest thing here is, should we be scared that EA is making this <laughs> or should, should or should we um, be a little hopeful, you know? I feel like they're just gonna, they're gonna like completely change something. Like they're yeah. not gonna, they're not gonna make 2014 NCAA modern. And I feel like they're just not going to do that. Well, yeah, I feel like they're gonna. To I feel like they're totally gonna redo everything. Like it's gonna be a totally looking different looking game, um, and I feel like it's not gonna be in any way similar uh, apart from being college, obviously. But um, I also am a firm believer that it will be better than Madden. I don't know if that's your oh, opinion, yes. but I feel like it will be better. Like I know there's a lot of doubters saying, right. "Oh, because Madden is is like this, like hot garbage." pile of garbage every yeah. year that ncaa will be the same well the thing that like people i think the reason why people say like madden like the, every time the new madden comes out they say it's terrible is because like they don't really change much yeah yeah so exactly. I think that's why yeah, but they still make you pay gobs of money for like 60 70 bucks for it when they don't really change much yeah pretty much you're just paying for a dlc <laughs> every every new madden isn't terrible <laughs> It's just they don't change anything. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I agree with you. I feel like a lot of... I feel like Madden 19 and 20 were the same. 21 22 were the same. And then 23 24 were the same. So I feel like it's every two years they change it up a little bit to where it's noticeable. So... I feel like... I feel like that's me, though. So... I could be completely different from what is actually there, I guess, like of a better term or something. All right, so let's. All right, so the college football playoffs. Who did? So yeah, what was it? Michigan, Alabama, Texas, and Washington. Who yeah. did you want in the championship? Okay, so I wanted to see. The two schools that have not been in the championships for a while. So that's Michigan and Washington. So I'm actually, I got what I wanted in seeing Michigan win over Alabama and Washington beating Texas. 
Because Washington has never been to a championship. Never. In their school's history. No. Michigan has, but it's no, been 20 it. years. It's been 20 years. Washington Washington's won a national championship. Was it 92, 91? I think really? they shared it, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like early 90s, Washington won it. Washington National Championship. Mm. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Don't worry. Um. Hmm. Uh, so they claimed national titles in 1960 and 1991, unclaimed national titles in 1910, 1984, and 1990. That's weird. So then how come all the announcers have been saying that this is their first championship appearance? I think they mean that in, like, the CFP era. Oh, back in, like, yeah. Before... Yeah, it was yeah. the BCS. Back before CFP. Right, and... right, right, right. Yeah, back... And I still don't understand how it works. Yeah, I don't You're think undefeated? I... You're Okay. You're <laughs> national champion. Yeah, and then I created a lot of confusion with the sharing of titles. Um, so I just look like a complete idiot there. <laughs> um, yeah. That's probably what they meant, but they... I swear to God, they never elaborated. Same thing with Michigan. They've never been in the championship in the new college football playoff uh, era. Um, and the last time they did win a championship was 20 years ago. And the last time they did win yeah. was the year that they shared it with Nebraska, believe it or not, which is kind of laughable. Yeah. So, in my opinion, though, I feel like Michigan deserved let, – let's start with the Michigan game, actually, before I get too out of myself. Let's start with the Michigan-Alabama game. Yeah, then we'll work over. That. I felt like Michigan deserved this game more, especially after the past four years. They've been so close and yet have been stopped in the most heartbreaking ways so many times. They needed just they needed this to get over that hump, and quite frankly, I felt like they deserved this win that they got last night. Which, by the way, a hell of a game. That was probably one of the best games I've watched all year. Such a good game. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would say it was kind of I wanted them both to lose, honestly. I don't like Alabama because of them constantly getting special treatment because they're Alabama and it's Nick Saban. I'm tired of that. I didn't really want Michigan to go because sign stealing and a bunch of cheaters and they're getting away with it. But if I had to pick yeah. between, I would probably pick Michigan just because I'm tired of Alabama. Yeah. I'll be honest. That's probably a lot of reasons why a lot of people are going for Michigan and that went for Michigan <laughs> that game <laughs> because everyone's yeah. tired of Bama in the playoffs, which they did sneak in, but we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> let's not, let's not start raining down the fire just yet. I, yeah, I have a lot to say about that. We'll get, we'll get to it. All right. So I, I love that game. The game last night was awesome. The overtime thriller stop on fourth and goal by Michigan. Yeah. It was like uh Kirk Herbstreet said on air. It was another Rose Bowl classic, which every year it seems like that's what the Rose Bowl is. It's always a classic. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my hot take on it, was that Michigan needed, should have won that, and they did. Um, and it was a hell of a game. Yeah. That's yeah. my hot take on it. So we agree on that. We should agree Washington. We both wanted Washington. Yes. Washington, um, Michigan. No offense to and any. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, no offense to any, um, no offense to any Longhorns fans, but we are also tired of seeing you guys always win. <laughs> like, oh, it's not just them winning. We're tired of Texas. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of college football. This is our year. We're back, and you have, you haven't won anything. Yeah, the early two thousands. Yeah, and then there was a couple good years in the early two thousands with Vince Young, that they actually were good but then ever since then they've legit face planted into the dirt until this year um i'm sure they've had a few good years but they've never made it this far so the fact they made it this far good job to you but you guys you sold that game last night that's my hot take texas sold that game (laughs) they had a chance to win it and quinn ewers threw the threw the game away (laughs) texas they've been Playing good all year. They, even though they lost Oklahoma, they still played good against Oklahoma. Um, but yeah, that was probably the worst game Texas played all year. Yeah, it, it was a shootout, which we were all probably expecting because both defenses didn't really look that good. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, Texas Washington Washington comes out with the last minute, last second stand. Uh, only up by five. So if Texas would have scored, they would not even needed to kick the extra point to win the game, which is kind of yeah. scary when you think about it. They were down at the, f- I think, what, the five, six-yard line, and they were down there to score, and they threw a pass play. I mean, I guess there was one second left, so they had to, but I don't know. I feel yeah. like... Because odds are you're not going to run it in. Well, yeah, Alabama tried a stupid run play on fourth and goal from the five, and it did not work, so <laughs> they didn't want to repeat. <laughs> Alabama didn't really, yeah, Alabama didn't really play good either. Oh, yeah, I agree. That they was played probably... way better against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Which, honestly, I I will thank uh, Alabama for that, because <laughs> I think we all know Georgia would have waltzed their way to another national title, so we can thank Alabama for that. But yeah, so overall, both semi uh, semi uh, semifinal games were really good games. Uh, except for the Washington game, I I will say the second half of the Washington game was firmly in Washington's hand until like the last five minutes of the game before yeah. they almost lost that. <laughs> Which then it's the whole game started crumbling, and it was like, okay, this game is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, uh-oh, here comes Texas. And then Texas throws the game away. And we're like, you stupid idiots. <laughs> so now, um, Washington versus Michigan. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you, who do you want to mm. win and who do you think is going to win? This was the hardest pick I was, go- I was making when I was thinking of the semifinals. Was who do I want to see more? On one side, we have... What you like to say is the cheats, science stealers, and all that. Where I see them as science stealers. However, they do deserve to get over this hump that they've been on for the past ten years. <laughs> if you, I think the, I'm not like mad at the players or anything. I think the, the players are good. They're playing hard. Like, yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, I agree. I think um, JJ McCarthy. He's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's the best one since. Since before Brady, even like I don't even Brady was not good in college. Um, he was decent, but he wasn't yeah. the best. Either. He wasn't. Even, he started in like maybe a few games. I don't really remember. Yeah, 
from what can I remember reading about about Brady at Michigan, but um, so there's that. But Washington has never actually had a national title in the college football playoffs since its conception and hasn't been in the playoffs since the 90s. Yeah. So they are the underdogs. Washington is definitely the underdogs in the situation. Michigan is used to this scene where they're in the playoffs, they have a lot at stake, and all that. Yeah. Uh, Washington, on the other hand, is new to this. Because literally last year, I did not think Washington was going to get this close to a national title. Yeah. I never thought they would. Now, yes, they did finish the year really good, but I didn't think they were going to be this good to get to the championship. I thought it was going to be Bama versus somebody or Georgia versus something. I knew it was going to be an SEC school, but now that there's no SEC teams, I'm kind of just excited to see who's going to win this one. So... Actually, real quick before I get into the SEC thing, I mm-hmm. think Michigan versus Washington. I want Washington to win. Okay. Well, I know. Actually, it's kind of a toss-up. I want Michigan to win because they're the Big Ten, but also right. Washington will be in the Big Ten next year too. You have a Big Ten showdown kind of thing. Oh yeah, so I just realized that too. Either. Yeah, I'm also fine with either. But I would kind of prefer Washington. Mm, right. So. Um, so. Oh, you yeah, good. Okay. Um, that you did bring up a good point. Washington is joining the Big Ten next year, which is crazy because these are two Big Ten teams that are going to be competing next year in conference play, which is yeah. honestly crazy to me to think like that, which means that we're going to have an SEC situation, right, where a lot of times in the playoffs the past yeah. 20 years it's been SEC versus SEC. So I think that's actually a good thing that we're seeing that this year. So it's a good sign that we're going to have more teams other than the SEC constantly in the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can finish what you were saying. Sorry. <laughs> um, back to the SEC in the playoff thing. Alabama. I, I know that I don't, from what you've been posting on Instagram, you might disagree, and that's fine. But, like, the way I see it is, like, the reason why Alabama got in and Florida State didn't was because the committee couldn't handle a non-SEC team in the playoffs because they hype up the SEC every year mm. for whatever reason. They love the SEC, and they couldn't handle a non-SEC team in the playoffs. That's why Alabama got in. Mm. Right. And <laughs> the right. only reason why Florida State, Florida State didn't get in is because Florida State, there's Travis, what was his name? Jordan Travis. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he got hurt, and the game of football is all about the quarterback. Because every time yeah. you touch him when he's running, it's a penalty. Because he got hurt. They didn't, and they think, well, starting quarterback's hurt. So, yeah, let's just get him out. Because all the game's mm-hmm. about the quarterback. And, and then the, the Orange Bowl, the Georgia game. Oh, my gosh. That was so People laughable. were like, the reason why the committee got Florida State to play Georgia was to cover their ass to show that they were right when they were wrong. Because they everyone knew that the committee screwed over Florida State. Everyone knows the committee's wrong. So they and the committee knew they were wrong too. So they made them play Georgia with all their starters were playing against Florida State, who's on their third string quarterback. Their starting Tony Wilson, their starting wide receiver wasn't playing. Their best running back wasn't playing. Almost all their defense were second string and freshmen and all that. 
sports, they had none of their starters. So they and and Georgia, from what I've seen, I think Brock Bowers was like really their only starter that didn't play. Mm-hmm. They did that to cover their ass. Even the committee knows they're wrong too, but they did that to show. See, look, look, that's why we didn't put them in the playoffs. That's that's what would happen, and that's true. That's probably what would have happened, but the committee knows that they're wrong, so they made them play Georgia to mm-hmm. cover their ass. They knew they were wrong. Um, speaking of the uh, no SEC team kind of thing with the uh, committee, uh, Texas is joining the eight, the SEC next year. So I, I'm actually excited to see how that goes down. Yeah, it's so it's gonna definitely uh, chop down on a lot of competition when it comes to deciding the teams for the playoffs. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. So. So technically, it was Big Ten, it was Big Ten versus SEC and Big Ten versus SEC, if you think about it like that, like that's what this year was, yeah. which is kind of funny to think and about. Oklahoma it. is going to the SEC too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but okay, so yeah, we're off. Uh, I also did not make my pick on um, the championship game, but then we'll head into the Florida State controversy. Um, I want Michigan. Only because they're Big Ten. That's the only reason. Yeah. Um, Washington, okay, that would be a Cinderella story. The Pac-12 collapses, but the final year that they're alive, they finally get a national title after, what, over, yeah. over 20 years? Since the early 2000s with USC? Yeah, something like that. And then, who was it? And it, or, Actually, Oregon made the national championship in like 2015 against Ohio State, but Ohio State beat them yeah. fairly easy. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, USC, yeah, early 2000s when they so, beat Texas. That would be a pretty cool Cinderella story to see. Would, would, would I mind if Michigan loses? Yes, I won't mind because, like I said with that Cinderella story, but if Michigan wins, I also won't be mad either. So No, yeah, I'm fine with either. It's a, toss up, it's a toss-up for me as well, but I would I'd choose Michigan <laughs> only because they're Big Ten. Um. All right, so now the bread and butter of NCAA football this year. Uh, with the whole <clears throat> Florida State <clears throat> sorry, situation. <sighs> I got something in my throat. <clears> throat. There we go. Okay. Um, so for most of you who are not in loop about what's been going on for the past m- month and a half in college football, uh, Florida State, an undefeated team and ACC championship team, was not allowed to play in the college football playoffs and was uh, jumped by Alabama, the SEC champions, for this year. And a lot of people, including Dominic, think that Florida State deserved to be where Alabama was in that seat. And then Alabama gets pushed out, or stays out, sorry. (laughs) So... This is a huge jumble mess, and honestly, when I first heard um, from all the scenarios that could play out when it got to, like, the final week of the college football season, regular season, yeah. I immediately knew what was coming. I knew it was going to be like this. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be the one, like, the 1% chance that it's going to be that. It yeah. always, for some reason, yeah. whenever someone mentions it, it's going to be that, and I don't know why it is. <laughs> Um, it is the first time that it has happened in the college football era, at least. 
Um, no, I don't know that if it's a Power 5 undefeated conference champion didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've seen because, yeah. yeah. You go ahead. All right. Because I, I don't know about the BCS era. I'm pretty sure there probably was many that got left out. Um, but obviously that was just because it was always one, it was always one verse two and whatever. So, um, at at that point it didn't matter. The problem that, um, (laughs) the problem, I guess, stems from the fact that we knew it it was going to turn out like this from the moment I watched Bama win and then sitting at the Florida state game, (laughs) I knew it was going to (laughs) happen. And yeah. for everyone watching, I did go to the Louisville Florida State Championship game, ACC Championship game. I was there. I was on TV again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, I'm famous now. Oh yeah, you know me. So um, I was actually. Um, so yeah. What? Sorry. I was. I watched. I can. I think I watched like the first quarter, a little bit of the second quarter. I'm like, wow, this is boring. Yeah, that was one hell of a game. Uh, yeah, many, many, uh, many home runs. That's for sure. <laughs> um, that was so, a baseball, a high ba- scoring oh, baseball game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a high scoring baseball game. Yeah, there you go. Um, Thirteen to six, I think, or sixteen to six. It was something like that. Um, you all can fact check me at home. I'm not gonna look it up because, quite frankly, I don't. I don't care anymore. But, um, anyways, so how this incorporates with the committee's decision. From their official report, and I'm not saying this to piss you off, Dominic. I'm just saying what the committee said. Yeah, if, if excuse. It's what it said, it's what it said. Um, that their poor performance against Louisville with their third-string quarterback yeah. showed signs that yeah. they would not be able to compete in the college football playoffs. And that is, for those of you watching who don't know sports, that's where a lot of the conflicting feelings came about it. Yeah. But, but, what about, remember in 2021 when Cincinnati made it? Yes. How, how did they deserve to get in? I understand they're, I understand they're undefeated and won their conference championship. I understand that, but they're not a Power 5 team. They're not in a good conference. They didn't play anybody. Yeah. It's, it's like what, with Liberty, they were 13-0, and 0, but they were ranked number 23. Yeah, and then they ended up playing Oregon in the, what was that? The freaking... Yeah, I don't even remember what bowl, bowl uh, game was, but uh, yeah, they got obliterated. So um, the yeah. I can actually fact check you on that with the Cincinnati and TCU of the college football playoffs, at least for the past like four years. I can actually fact check you on that because I've seen so many videos on YouTube and TikTok about people explaining different sides of the story and like why they think the committee's right or the or Florida yeah. State's right, you know? Like, I've seen a bunch of videos about it. Yeah. From the biggest thing that I can take away is that the reason why the committee and why I think the committee made the decision was, for one, the quarterback situation and how poorly they played in the championship game. Two, they didn't want another situation happening with Cincinnati and TCU. It's those two things that I feel like the committee made the decision about was because they didn't want another small school or quote-unquote small you can't even call florida state small it's a power five school um and they've won national titles before so it's not like they're small but i mean like in terms of their playing 
they are seen as small compared to Michigan, Texas, Washington, and Bama and Georgia. Um, which yeah. then, if you look who at have in recent, who have in, in recent years been good, yeah, Florida State kind of really hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been Florida State's been decent. I think ever since Jamin Winston, they haven't been terrible, but they haven't been too good. You know, yeah. uh, so, um, the biggest thing was that the top six teams this year were so good and so matched that the committee had to lean on those two factors to make their decision. Now, yes, as a Cardinals fan, I, I was happy to not see them get in. <laughs> duh, duh. But, yeah. um, <laughs> obviously, but I'm not just saying that out of pity and uh, being upset at the loss of what of the championship game that's okay a loss is a loss i'll take it but when you yeah. when you're stacked up against like let's say i'm i'm literally gonna lose use louisville for an example imagine if louisville did continue to win they didn't lose to uh florida state or kentucky this year and they got yeah. ranked six in the country or whatever M- imagine they ma- magically got to number five or four in the country they would not survive at yeah. all like, no. they would not be able to survive. They wouldn't have gotten in either. Oh, yeah, no. Not at all. And the reason being is because... Is because of the playing style. Louisville's not used to that big of a game. Big of a match. And I'm not no. saying Florida State isn't. No. However, though, they showed that with... Um, I can't even... I don't even know the Florida State's uh, quarterback that played. But they sh- that game literally showed that he was not necessarily incapable of leading a winning team, but probably to not have a good playoff run. Yeah. Because that's what the committee wants, and that's what the uh, that's what the NCAA wants. They want a very, what's the word, competitive game. Because remember the Georgia-TCU yeah. game, which we turned off literally after the second quarter? Because it, it was a blowout within yeah. a quarter? Yeah. They didn't want that happening again. Which is why I brought up the TCU and Cincinnati's of the playoff era. Because they did let those teams in that seemed like potential, but then they immediately get shut down almost immediately or got blown out one way or another. Yeah. I'm but saying that's from why the committee you standpoint. Play to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand they don't want that happening again. I get that, but like what if Washington does the same thing to Michigan? Like what if that happens? Right. Like because T- TCU had all kinds of talent too. They were a good team. Yeah, I just don't. I honestly don't know how that game went that way. Yeah, quite frankly, I d- I will never understand what was going through TCU's head coaching staff when they were just yeah. planning this game, that game, because wow, nothing was working. <laughs> um. Anyways, what's, what's stupid is that that was Sonny Dykes' first year coaching at TCU, and he led him to a national championship. Yeah. Versus but, Nebraska, who gets all kinds of head coaches, and we still can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get to Nebraska later, obviously, and everything like that. Uh, so, with that being said with Florida State and how a lot of people are pissed off that they got matched against Georgia, I feel like the committee made a smart move with bumping Georgia out of the playoffs, though, because Bama beat them. And then because Texas beat Bama... Texas was ahead of them, and so on and so forth, filling the gaps. Yeah. Michigan beat Ohio State. 
Washington beat Oregon in the conference championship. Yeah. So I feel like Texas, Washington, Michigan were perfect placements. And Georgia, for that matter. Georgia maybe could have gotten fifth, but give or take. But that's what I... But the thing that's dumb is that Georgia, two-time defending national champions, ranked number one, they lost to number eight. On paper, yeah, that's kind of bad. They probably should have dropped. But it's the two-time defending national champion. You drop them to number six, which you kind of have to because everyone else because everyone else below you didn't lose, and Florida State didn't lose either. So, yeah, number six. But the thing that's... They moved Alabama to number four. You then you jump Alabama to number four. That no, that didn't really make a lot of sense to anybody. Yes, that's and I think that's where a lot of the frustration came from because it's like they have one loss, but Florida State's has zero. So they yeah, they it, thought that the in the CFP in the CFP era the the standard to get in the playoff was be a power five undefeated team and win your conference championship. Well, Florida State did that and they still didn't get in. Yeah, that's what everyone was so confused about. Yeah, which is kind of why the Florida State Seminoles are currently suing the committee. <laughs> and they are, are they currently actually? Yes, and believe it or not, they are as we speak, they are leaving the the ACC. <laughs> they are leaving the ACC because of it. Don't ask me why, and I don't know where in the hell they're going, but if they're going the SEC, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. No. Like that's not going to help their case. No. So I don't know. Pac-12. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I but I think the reason why they're leaving the ACC is because of TV rights. I think that's why, which is kind of yeah. stupid to begin with. But I feel like there's a, a, there. I think there, I think I feel like there's something else there that's going on. But I don't know. I feel like Florida State, in a way. In the slightest of ways, and this is going to – I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I think Florida State is overreacting just a little bit too much. Just yes, just I a little bit. Just a little bit too much. Because, I mean, like, if Louisville, Nebraska, Stanford, any one of my favorite teams made, like were that close to a playoff, but then they get snuffed out by the committee, you have – you can't go so far as to sue the committee, then sue your conference yeah. and leave the conference. Like that's a little too nuts for for me, which then kind of proves my point on why I don't like Florida State because they're a little overreacting, a little too much. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they're upset. <laughs> I know they were suing, by the way. <laughs> I yeah, you you won't hear that from Florida State fans, but because again, it's they're overreacting about it. But like I said, if if my school was snuffed out, I would be upset. But I wouldn't be so upset to go that far as to sue my conference and leave. And, and pretty yeah. much just throw a tantrum. And then lose the next week, the following week after suing the committee, three to, what was it, like 63 or something? Like that yeah. is that does not help your case. Now, I know, like you said, they did have their second strings, their third strings out, and everything like that. But that does not you – should, you should be wanting to use that anger towards football, not towards suing somebody and, the, and taking it out on everyone else, which well, – uh, Side note, a lot yeah. of like – have you seen – there's like a Kansas-UNLV, like there was a big fight at the end of that game and kind of during the game too. 
Yeah. Uh, and there's another. Was it like Eastern Michigan versus like? Oh Donald yeah. There's a big fight there. Yeah, I saw that. It's like that anger. Where is that? Where is that anger through the season? You probably would have done better. Yeah, you probably yeah, would have had a much much better bowl game, which then I like to think about when it comes back to literally any sport and at any level like if you do that you risk losing your career do you think it's worth taking that anger out yeah. on someone else or take it out on the playing playing field yeah that's why and bottom line <laughs> end of story right here that's why i fully am against florida state with I, I agree with the committee. I actually do. That's that's my hot take. I agree with the committee. Long story short, I agree with the committee and their decision. Not just because they beat me in the championship game. Not because I, I hate m almost every Florida school. Not because, because they always win games. But because they are overreacting over a situation that could have been handled so much differently. The only reason I disagree with the committee is because they is because they set the standard and then they completely abandoned it. Power well, five I, I undefeated I, conference champion makes yeah. the playoff. I I agree with you. I I agree with you with that. I totally do. That's that's my that's the only reason why I don't agree is that. Yeah, I I I don't agree with the committee on that either. But everything else just stacks up against Florida State in my opinion. So that's kind of why I lean towards the committee in the situation. And then yeah. just today. Word was um, released on Instagram, Florida State players targeting Alabama players, saying they don't deserve that. They, di they didn't deserve to be there. Man, we're so glad they got beat. You know, stuff like that, which, yes, sure, <laughs> go at it. But that kind of proves my point. Because then you didn't win your bowl game either. So what gives you the right yeah. to then turn around and – target Bama because you probably would have been in the same situation maybe even gotten blown out there too for all you know you could have there could have been a chance you win yes yeah. but you can only say that if you won your bowl game and you didn't even get close to winning literally the first quarter it was over <laughs> I remember turning that game on for yeah. one minute and I was like oh my god <laughs> what am I watching so yeah Florida State I do not agree with anything their players, coaching, whatever they've been up to. Do not agree with it. If they leave the the ACC, thank God we don't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. we um, still, we still have Miami, so, of course. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, whatever. you beat them. This yeah, game. yeah, we did. But which that was a good game. Uh, I don't know if you watched that game. It was a it was a nice. It was it was a good game. I was. I tried watching it. We were. What were we doing? We were doing something. They were like moving a bunch of stuff. I don't remember. We were. I remember being in the car a lot watching it. Oh, right. But... I think. Oh, I know what it was. We went out. We went to. Was it dinner when that game was going on? Oh yeah, because. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. It was about uh Yeah, it was about dinner time for you guys when that game was playing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so. Should have gone to that one. You should have gone to that game in Miami. Oh yeah, and then maybe stop nice by for idea. a visit. <laughs> yeah, because it's only like a three-hour. No, two and a half hour from wherever we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so let's turn into what were you gonna say, real quick? I don't even remember what I was gonna say, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's kind of go into let's talk about the most overhyped team ever, Colorado. Yes, thank you. Um, hot take on Colorado. Uh, I'll let you start with this one. Um, let me start off by saying, we people, us people, we don't like being choked. And what they all did, ESPN and all these networks, they choked us. They would not shut up. They would not stop showing Deion Sanders in Colorado. They would not shut up about it. Mm-hmm. And I think they got what they deserve. Uh, yes, I. That is my hot take too. When someone shoves something in my face constantly what am i gonna do repel so yes in a way espn kind of fueled my hatred towards Deion sanders which i thought he was an amazing athlete and a great coach where he was oh, yes. before i love the i don't hate Deion sanders i just hated that no one would shut up about him yeah i agree that's, but yeah, that's me but when someone <laughs> when someone handcuffs me to a pole and force feeds me Deion Sanders in Colorado. I yeah. I don't I don't want it. I don't want to see them win. So I don't know what no. ESPN's tactic was for this, because quite frankly, I think it did the opposite for everybody. I cannot count on one hand the amount of people that were supporting Deion Sanders. I could count on one hand. Yeah, I would need like sixteen million hands to count on to count the amount of people that hated him because of this. Yeah. Or not him, but just Colorado in it's, general, because it was annoying. Just overhyped. It was it was so dumb. No one would shut up, and they and Nebraska had a better record than they did. Yeah, by the end of the year, they did have a better record, but of course, no one's gonna no one's gonna notice that because who do they lose to? Colorado. So yeah, which was at the beginning of the year when we went on a three game road streak like we did not play once at home for some stupid reason which quite frankly i don't know who made the schedule but <laughs> that did not make any sense I did, matt rule i don't know if it was if it's ever all time but matt rule was like the first head coach to play two conference games on the road as his first year of head coaching mm-hmm. i don't know if that's all time or in a while but that's what it said i actually don't know i don't think or i heard something first. about that I don't think I heard about that. I don't know. It was it was dumb, but yeah, four and eight, Colorado play. They played terrible teams. You played TCU, who lost all their players. They weren't any good. You barely beat them. And mm-hmm. you, and then you played Nebraska, who wasn't any good. And then you beat Colorado State, who wasn't any good. And then you beat Arizona State, who won like three games. Yeah. So you you beat terrible teams, and then Oregon. Did everyone a favor and beat the piss out of them. Yeah. And then the following week was UCUSC, who, yeah. may I add, was choking their season at this point. But everyone thought it was okay. Like, they were going to do fine. But then, obviously, you saw at the end of the year, they fell out of the race for the playoffs pretty quickly. Caleb Williams was benched a lot. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so 
the towards the end of the year, Deion Sanders and Colorado took a lot of major L's when a lot of people thought they were going to win. Um, which quite frankly they do deserve. I'm not saying they deserve it personally. Definitely ESPN deserves no. it. However, okay. there's one player that I think deserved to shut his yap about everything, and that was Deion Sanders' son, Shadur. Who the most son that the I yeah, <laughs> no offense, son, but yeah, what what kind of name is that? But he would he is the most cockiest player of our time. I've never seen I someone so him. cocky in our life in 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 my entire life of watching football. I can name probably two people off the top of my head that were as cocky as he was. But he he just takes the new icing on the cake. Like imagine yeah. flexing a watch made of diamonds because of NIL deals and then immediately losing yeah, all that. And then immediately yeah. loses all that because he loses eight straight games. I, it wasn't eight straight, but I'm exaggerating there. But it was like six or something. It, it was a good six, and yeah, then they six. won a game, and then they lost some more. <laughs> but um, yeah, because it was funny how that picture yeah. came out, and then yeah. the following week they got literally schmuttered by Oregon, which then in turn did the celebration with the flexing. Which, thank you, Oregon. Love you. Yes, thank you. Washington State did a lot too during yes. the game. They did that after every play. Oh my gosh, I Washington State. I actually love Washington State. Um, I wouldn't say they're a favorite team anymore. They used to be, but I will root for them here and yep. there. And so seeing them beat up on Colorado also felt really good. Like it felt really good in my heart because it was like my old teams. They they were really good last year. Fell off this year but they still managed to beat the most overhyped team in the country. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, I felt good about um, that. And so, yeah, which. Interesting. Interestingly, interest, I can't say it. Interestingly enough, uh, <laughs> I think Deion Sanders, he was actually going to go coach for Florida State. He was hmm. in, like, their options that the guy that they have now obviously got the job. But, right. like, Deion Sanders was one of their options. And. That their trap the Colorado Travis Hunter he yeah. committed to Florida State and then decommitted went to Jackson State where Deion Sanders coached for like a year or two or something yeah and and also like Colorado out of like their eighty players on their roster like fifty seven of them are transfers yeah which is they have, like, un the most transfers than anybody. unheard of unheard of and we all know that this was a new rule implemented last year. Maybe two years. I don't know. Time's moving so quickly. I can't even remember when everything took place. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I know this is still brand new, so we can't really say what's the norm for the transfer portals just yet. But of course, we can make assumptions that that is a lot. That is over half of your roster, your main roster, mm -hmm. which if you think about it, that's the equivalent of having over half of your uh players freshmen like that's pretty much what a lot of people compare that to yeah i'm not saying talent wise but i mean like when it comes to knowing the school knowing where you're playing you know stuff like that but and when um, people were like it's just <clears throat> when people were like commenting on like colorado like highlight videos saying like overhyped team terrible you're awful. You didn't deserve any of the hype. And people were saying, like, he took 
Deion Sanders took a 1-11 team and made them 4-8. That's so... Okay, how about Northwestern? They were 1-11 last year and then went 8-5 and and beat Utah in a bowl game. Why is no one talking about that? Exactly. I, I actually agree. Um, uh, Speaking of that north the north that northwestern team from last year uh nebraska was their only win <laughs> but we don't talk about that yeah <laughs> um i don't even i don't even know what you're talking about or remember that <laughs> uh but yeah so that that is what i think is the biggest example of you can tell where media has its biggest grasp on the community when it comes to college football and college sports is you can tell where they're putting the money for yeah advertisement and stuff like that because i bet you everyone would have been a northwestern fan by the end of the by the end of the year if they saw a 1-11 team turn to 8 and 5 the next year which is yeah. hella impressive on its own mm -hmm. now yes colorado did improve but only by 3 games <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not good and plus those the, games that you won the, were the most easiest games of your schedule and they so, had to beat Colorado State in overtime, by the way. Triple overtime. Don't forget that. Triple and, overtime. Yeah, triple <laughs> overtime. And Arizona State, who was who went 3-9, and nine, had a worse record. Colorado had to kick a field goal with seconds left to win. Mm-hmm. And then TCU, so who also bad. collapsed this year and was not good at all, then played an in-shambles Nebraska team who was still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. Yeah. And I'm not making an excuse for why we lost. That is legit. Just what the problem was, was Jeff, Jeff Sims. <laughs> That's not an excuse. That's really what happened. <laughs> um, and then getting walloped by a failing Washington state team. Like that shows you <laughs> that, yes, you're not, that you're still not good. So you can't really brag much about it. Because Washington State, I can definitely tell. They're not on the decline, but they're definitely not going up. <laughs> so, did, did you know Washington State, they were 4-0 and and then lost six in a row? Yeah. So they were on a six-game losing streak and did that. They before. were, um, let me try and remember. They were ranked, I think, 22. That was their highest ranking this year was 22, I think. And then they lost the six mm. straight. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Washington State team you guys lost to. Um, I can't remember if they actually really played anyone that was that could have been real, like quote unquote easily beatable. Oh yeah, Colorado winning twenty nine to nothing against Stanford in the first half, and then lost in overtime. That was actually probably the most hilarious games I've ever watched. Thank you for actually reminding me about that game. My favorite team to Stanford who by no means is one of the worst teams in college football. You, you still lose to them. Yeah. You're not any good. <laughs> in no way no. can you 20, say that you're good. 20, 29 to nothing, and you blew it. Mm -hmm. It's like the Patriots and the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that. That is the equivalent of that. Choked hard. Choked on that tree pine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Colorado, uh, me and Dominic, no likey, uh, <laughs> nope. well, I never liked him to begin with cause we are Nebraska fans, but that's me personally. 
I don't know if Dominic's ever hated them, but I'm the yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because we're Nebraska fans, we hate them. But and it's funny how the past couple times we played them have been at Colorado and not here, which I feel like would probably change a few a few parts in the game. But whatever, I can't I I can't make those decisions. So, but speaking of Nebraska, we can um head over to the Great Plains where I am currently. And you left, abandoned. I, I, yep. <laughs> you abandoned us. Um, how, I guess, what, what we're really talking about with this Nebraska team is Matt Rule in his first year and what we think going forward is going to happen. What do you think so far about Matt Rule, the Matt Rule era? Uh, I think he is, I think we just need to give him time because he took... Baylor, who was a one-win team, turned him into. They made to the Big Twelve championship. He went to Temple, who won one game. He turned him into like a 10-11 win team, and all that. And he's when he came to Nebraska, he took nobody. He no transfers came with him. He went with nobody. Like Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma went to USC. He took like Caleb Williams with him. He took like two good receivers with him. Deion Sanders took 50 players with him. Matt Rule didn't have anybody, so he's kind of starting from scratch. Yeah. If we get a good quarterback, I think we've we'll definitely improve. Um, speaking of good quarterback, I will say that I think the Matt Rule era will officially show its true colors this coming <laughs> season. And I know I sound like a Dallas Cowboy fan right now. But, Dominic, did you hear that Nebraska signed the number one quarterback in the 2024 recruiting class? Yes, I did. Yep. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Diola? Dylan. Dylan <laughs> ah, I flipped who, it. <laughs> Dylan Riola, whose dad played for Nebraska? Whose dad did play for Nebraska? And as he said in his announcement video, home is where the heart is. Yep. So... And we can tell Caleb Benning, whose dad played for Nebraska too. Yeah, which Caleb actually West Side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of quarterback class, we also signed two other quarterbacks. One's from Bellevue West, um, here in yeah, I saw that. Nebraska, and then one of them was from. Oh, I can't remember. Where's the, where's the other one from? I can't remember now. It was some sort of like. Mm, I think it was like Bennington or something like that. Oh, like yeah, like I it, it's in the middle of Nebraska somewhere. I mean, I could go and look, um, but no chances. <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, let me look it up then, I guess. I like how I open Instagram and the first thing I see is that Nebraska might be getting a running back <laughs> from Florida, but it, I don't think that that'll I don't think that'll it, happen. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen though. It said rumor. So, all right, let's get to scrolling. Oh, so, oh, actually, real quick, uh, Florida, Florida's best running back, their starter, he's transferred to Georgia. Oh dang, that's so be, everyone was be like everyone was freaking out about um uh. Uh, Dylan Rayola switching because that was that was supposed to be George's next legacy yeah. quarterback. So, 
I hate to keep bringing up Dylan Rayola and sounding like a stereotypical Husker fan, but oh, here we go. He's from Blair, Blair, Nebraska, which is around the Bennington area. Oh, so I was close, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So three quarterbacks signed. Uh, I know the Bellevue West kid. He's really good. He's gonna be a strong. I feel like we're gonna have a strong quarterback class next year, even with Harbaugh still being there. Um, sadly, no. Uh, um, what was his name? <laughs> uh, brother of the NFL San Francisco 49ers player. Oh, Purdy. Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy. Yeah. Chubba Purdy. Uh, sadly, no, no more Chubba Purdy. He decided to leave. Coward. Uh. Yeah, so I feel like the start of the Matt Rule area will definitely start next year. We're definitely we definitely have a tough schedule. I think from what I remember, we play USC and Oregon. Let me double check that actually. I like how I just keep going back on Instagram to check this. Um <laughs> Come on. Why won't you load? Um Um Where are you at? Am I seriously gonna have to scroll that far back? <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, twenty twenty four schedule. Week one, we play UTEP at Lincoln. Oh, speak of the devil, we play Colorado at Lincoln in week two. Yeah. Finally, then we play Northern Iowa, week three at Lincoln. So this year, we start off with four home games in a row. So we play UTEP, Colorado, Northern Iowa, Illinois, at Lincoln. Then our first game is at yep. uh, away games at Purdue. Then we got Rutgers at home, mm-hmm. Indiana at home, or sorry, at Indiana. Then we have at, Hawaii, at Ohio State, which... <laughs> at are, Hawaii. <laughs> at, at Ohio State. But um, RIP, I... We're definitely not going to win that. Uh, then we have UCLA at Lincoln, which is going to be interesting. That's going to be our first uh, Pac-12 game of the year. Then the following week, we play at USC. Ooh, that's that's going to be a hell of a game. Then we play Wisconsin at home, and then we play at Iowa for the final week. Which, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know our record in the Nebraska-Iowa series, we always, for some reason, tend to win at Iowa. Don't know why. I know. <laughs> so dumb. Honestly, I might convince my parents to uh, let us go to that one so we can go watch it. Oh, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, Brock Bowers has declared for the NFL draft. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm getting off Instagram. <laughs> We're recording a podcast right now. Um, so, yeah, the future's looking bright for Nebraska, I feel like. Uh, definitely. Ne- I think for his first recruiting class, this is um, Matt Rule's best class that he's ever had, hands down. And from what I've heard from people online is that Matt Rule tends to have really good – what's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't want to say, is molding the right word? Like how you mold your team to perfection, I guess. Lack of a better term. He molds his team best when he has fresh high school kids. Not college kids. Like he doesn't rely on transfers. He doesn't rely on backups. He relies on high school students and high school kids coming in. Which that's where, believe it or not, he shines the best. 
and that's why he's always done so well with Baylor Temple is that a lot of those, the reason why his year one wasn't so good, but then immediately turned things around and got uphill after year three was because finally those kids developed out of high school into the college level and were really, really professional and played at the highest level possible, like a championship, uh, conference championship, or even a bowl game or even almost a playoff game with Baylor, for example, almost making it to the playoffs. But, yeah, so hell of hell of, of a first year for Matt Rule and Nebraska. Um, hell of a fall-off for Colorado. <laughs> um, hell of a year for Florida State. Um, anticlimactic as hell, going from one of the best in the country to then being snuffed out of the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, college football this year has been kind of chaotic. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of got the best. I, I kind of wanted. I got the best outcome out of the playoffs. Oh yeah, I so like, thought Alabama yeah. and Texas would go. But I'm kind of glad it was Michigan and Washington. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. I feel like this was kind of the best outcome for the playoffs as well. Uh, no SEC team. Um, no repeats of the last couple years. Um, Thank God. Even when it's like Alabama versus someone, at least it's someone else and not Alabama versus Georgia, yeah. Alabama versus Clemson, LSU versus Alabama or something like that, you know? So, yeah. like the uh, the 2019 championship, the, uh, Clemson versus LSU, that was actually a – I like that championship because it wasn't Bama and Georgia. Yeah, that was, that was fun to watch. It was two different schools that you didn't see before. So this is finally another good year that I'm going to be excited to watch finally. Mm-hmm. But it all comes down to this. <laughs> One last game. Two like two two really good offenses. Oh yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a hell of a shootout because we got one of the best quarterbacks in uh Michael Penix, who is the runner up for the Heisman, and then we got an offensive mind genius of JJ McCarthy. But then we have two s- solid defenses that are really good with a run game going up against one of the best running backs in the college football playoffs and Blake Corum. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a crazy game to see how Washington stops the run, how Michigan stops the pass. You know, it, it, it goes, I think it's everything. I think Michigan also just needs to eliminate the play. uh, Sorry, playoffs, the uh, uh, special team situations, (laughs) because if you watched the game, it was very rough on their special teams. They made a lot of mistakes on special teams. So yeah. if they can eliminate that, I feel like Michigan does have a really good chance at winning. Honestly, whoever plays better defense is probably going to win. Yeah, this year at least I feel like that's going to be the case. <laughs> but, so um, talking about uh, Penix Jr., I call him Penis Jr. because it sounds a lot like Penis. <laughs> Michael Penis Jr. Um, <laughs> it's the Heisen runner-up, the, the Jaden Daniels that won it. Kind of mm-hmm. glad yeah. LSU didn't really. Yeah, they won a bowl game against Wisconsin, so Wisconsin's really not that good. But yeah, they didn't win anything. What's so dumb is that Jaden Daniels, he was at Arizona State like two years ago, and yeah. he played the same. He was the same person, but why wasn't he a Heisman candidate there? Isn't the Heisman Trophy supposed to be to go to the best player? Yeah, and quite frankly, after now, watching the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. 
quite frankly, after okay. watching the difference between Mike uh, Daniels and Penix, I think Penix should have won. He looked way better yeah. than Daniels did in that in the bowl games with Washington versus Texas and LSU versus Wisconsin. I feel like Penix should have won because he, oh my gosh, he barely missed targets like at all. Daniels, Daniels sold a couple times, but that I mean we're human, so it's normal. But I, I don't know. I I agree with you. I think the highs the Heisman this year was won by the wrong person. Same with Caleb Williams. He won the Heisman. He didn't win anything. He even won a bowl game. Yeah, I remember that too. I kind of, I kind of shrugged at that because it was kind of like he had a good season, but not a really good off, uh, off season when it comes to like the bowl games yeah. and playoffs. And then he even seemed like he regressed this off season going into this year, which is funny. But like penis, penis. I'm, I keep calling <laughs> penis junior because it's so funny. Penis Jr. I'm gonna call that Penis Jr. Um, he he was at Indiana for like four years. Yeah, Why isn't he, he was an Heisman candidate there. He was also injured a lot. But yeah, like the Heisman Trophy doesn't really mean anything anymore because mm-hmm. it's only quarter. It's all a popularity contest. That's why quarterbacks win it because it's like yeah. Um, who are the who are the quarterbacks for the top seven teams in the country? There's your candidates. Because Jaden Daniels was the, he was played the same at Arizona State, but he wasn't a candidate there. Yeah, and uh, and Penis Junior, he was at Indiana. <laughs> I'm gonna why wasn't Why about, wasn't he a, a, a candidate there? You're about to convince me to start saying that. Like I'm gonna actually say it at one point. Um, Michael I also Penis Junior, Michael Penis Junior. <laughs> I also feel like though, uh, when Penix played at uh, Indiana, he did not have enough weapons like at Washington. That's why I feel like yeah. he did a lot better at Washington than he did at Indiana. Because then again, he also was injured a lot as well, which didn't help his yeah. cost either. But I don't and, know. I feel like it, I feel that like also it. proves it's it's a see, – see there. It, the Heisman's supposed to go to the best player. Is, is Penis Jr. a good player? Absolutely. But he has a lot better players around him than at Indiana. Yeah. That's why he, that's, again, that's why he was a candidate. Well, I also feel like another reason why Jaden Daniels ended up winning was because he also could run yeah. and scrambled when he needed to. Yeah. Penix, there was a few I times last yeah. night where he looked like he kind of, he didn't know what to do sometimes. But then again, because of his good receiving core, he was able to get the ball out and into his good playmaker's hands and they made something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So I will admit he does also seem like he does not know when to throw the ball away. <laughs> so yeah. he either gets sacked or he throws an incomplete pass or a completed pass. Like there's no in between. I rarely saw him throw it out of bounds. Yeah, I don't really see him scramble a whole lot either, because Washington just has a good offensive line. Well, yeah, then that too. I think they also had a really good line, which definitely probably helps his case when it comes to passing. So it gives him enough time to get the ball out. So, yeah, so the Heisman, I don't agree with the Heisman decision. Um, I agree with you that I think it's just a popularity contest at this point. The last true testament when I think the when I think of the last time that I think it was actually won by someone who deserved it was Joe Burrow. Only because 
he had a solid season and then capped off one of the best playoff games in NCAA history. He has the most passing yards in a playoff game. Yeah. So I think he definitely deserved it. Joe Burrow did. Caleb Williams, that's where I kind of draw the line where I'm like, I don't know if he deserved it. No. I don't even know who the candidates were when he won it. I don't remember either. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think JJ was JJ McCart- McCarthy also also a uh, pick for the uh, Heisman. I think so. I think he was. Because I was about to make a comment about him, but I couldn't remember. Um, the only reason I would pick him is because he's a good leader. For a quarterback, he's yeah. a good leader. Um, so are all of the other people that were in the Heisman race, but I feel like either <laughs> Penis Jr. or J.J. <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy definitely took the cake when it came to being a leader of a team. Um, I can't say much about Jane Daniels because he just transferred there. <laughs> Same with Penix, but I think yeah. Pen- Penix did the most work quickly than Daniels did. When it, Penix it took him was there for two years. Oh. He went to Washington for two years. Which, actually, what's funny about that is that last year, Washington and Texas played each other in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, in this regular bowl game. Yeah. At the, and then they're playing each other in the playoffs. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Do you see uh, the McCarthy's McCarthy? Yeah, he like meditates on the field before the game, which is, which I think is gay as hell. <laughs> hey, but it's it funny, works. It's funny. To, <laughs> it's it's funny to sit to watch him sit there by like the field goal post. He's just. Uh, <laughs> just sitting there. Whatever when Ellis was doing the warm ups. It was yeah. so funny to look at. Yeah, but clearly it works for him. Somehow, but <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Whatever he's gotta do to win. <laughs> but yeah. So neither minor Dominic's team made the playoffs. Uh none of our favorites team made anywhere near close to the playoffs. The closest no. Louisville got was eighth. <laughs> that was about it. And then that, that dream kind of died quickly. Um, once we got up against Kentucky. I don't know what the fuck happened in that Kentucky game. I'm going to be honest. I think we yeah. shatter pants at home. <laughs> like, one of the worst teams <laughs> in the SEC managed to be one of the best teams in the ACC. Which is kind of laughable, but... Um, I'm kind of shocked they, got to, they had to play... Uh non-conference game that late in the season it's because it's a rivalry it really game. Just it's it's probably because well oh, okay. i think they switch it i think every year it switches between the beginning of the year and the end of the year oh. i think i can't remember off the top of my head i remember looking at their schedule one year and i'm like they did not play them at this time this year so they probably change it around once in a while but yeah so and then obviously having to play florida state in the acc championship which was, I wouldn't say it was a waste of my money, but at the same time, I wouldn't say it was no. also worth worth my time. I honestly thought Louisville was gonna win. Just yeah, Louisville just had all their starters, and Florida State didn't have a quarterback, which is all the game is. 
honestly thought Louisville would win. And then yeah. I saw the what was it towards the end of the game when Florida State had that like that eighty yard run. <laughs> yeah, you could tell or something like you, that. You can tell Louisville gave up in like the late fourth quarter because it was like you ain't getting it. You get you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> like no one's no. like they're throwing punches and no one's <laughs> no one's landing. <laughs> no one's landing the punch. Yeah. Um, there was a couple times where Louisville was gonna take the lead, but the refs kept calling it back for some stupid reason. One play that um, really stuck out to me the most that I think was the turning point of the game was the uh, pass to the tight end in the end zone that was called back as an incomplete pass, but he made both feet and bounce, had full possession, but when he rolled over, the ball came out. May I add that incomplete? Which may I add, he had full he had full completion. He landed on his back holding the ball, then rolled to get up, and then it came out, and they called it back. (laughs) Yeah, so that was probably the turning point when we, by we I mean Louisville fans that were near me, kind of saw as like the downfall that you could tell that who the refs wanted Florida State to win. Yeah. So, yeah. But honestly, if you were there, you would have noticed that it was pretty much a Florida State home game. There was a lot of crimson red and yeah. gold or silver, whatever the hell their other color is. Um, was it raining? There yeah, it was, it was It was sprinkling. It was sprinkling that game, too. So, we're cold. The wind was chilly. It was raining. Yeah, it was... I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of an interesting choice of a game to go to. Uh it's funny because we got closer to game time and it said it was going to not rain, but we brought our jackets just in case and it did end up raining. So we were smart there. Um, mm. So yeah, honestly though, I would have, if I had to choose one other game this season to go to, to replace that, I would have definitely gone to the Miami game for sure. Yeah. Well, not just cause we won, but also because it was really nice that, that, that day in the Miami game. <laughs> so, and it was a good game too. So, Mm-hmm. It was a nice back and forth battle. That, was, that came, that came right to the wire, didn't it? Yeah, uh, Miami was Miami was close to. They just had to get one more score, and they almost they almost caught in the in the end zone, but they just ended up short. They got to like the ten yard uh-huh. line, and he he got tackled. So yeah, they were close, but still fell short. Um, then let's see here. Um. Yeah, so that Florida State game was just honestly a bloodbath of just throwing punches. Surprisingly, out of all the conference games that were on that day, that was the worst one that I saw. Even the MAC yeah. championship was more entertaining than that. The MAC. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, what was it, Miami versus Toledo or something like that? I, I can't even remember who the other team was. I know it was Miami. Uh, yeah, something like that. Because it was Miami, that ended up, Miami, Ohio that ended up winning. But I can't remember who they played. Um, yeah. How about the Michigan and Iowa for the Big Ten championship? The, okay, well that one had an obvious winner. the The Florida State game was just yeah. that one was just a slap fest. <laughs> like, let's just not try to score and let's just slap each other until the very end. And whoever comes, yeah. whoever has the most points wins. Whoever whoever kicks the most field goals wins. <laughs> That's pretty much what that game was. 
But yeah, there's a they scored a touchdown a couple times. So yeah, I don't know. This was a very interesting uh, 2023 season. Uh, definitely the ending of the season, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. with how everything's going out, but hopefully next year is just as interesting. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but oh, yeah. mainly a good way, honestly. I am glad to see just different teams in the playoffs instead of the same yeah. two and three or three split teams. And I hope it's yeah. different next year too. Wait, the twelve team playoff. Yes. Also, speaking year. of that, um, thank you for reminding me. Um, what's your opinion about moving to the twelve team playoffs next year? It definitely extend the season a little bit. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's good. I think it definitely gives teams a better shot at getting to the championship. And it does mm-hmm. give teams like Cincinnati, for example, the chance to to make the playoffs and championship, even though they probably have lost two games or they were ranked 12th, you know. Yeah. Um, and Louisville could have a shot. Could have a shot. <laughs> Until they lost to uh, Florida State. <laughs> uh, with mm-hmm. our loss to kentucky we moved to 12th and then our loss to florida state we moved to 15th and then usc obviously i think the final standings Mm. we got was like 21st i think which was not bad it's not bad i mean for last comparing to last year and the year before that's not bad at all but what was the record last year six and six i didn't remember six and six and we won our bowl game against cincinnati (laughs) haha believe it or not Good. Um, it was the. Uh, I think it was. Uh, it was actually played in Boston, I believe. I can't remember what game it was though. Like I can't remember the name of the bowl game at least, but yeah. So that was last year. The year before, I don't remember what our record was. That was the. That was the year that we went to Louisville and we played Clemson and lost the last second. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Um. I can't remember what our record was. I think it was probably the same. It was probably like seven and six, six and six, something like that. Pretty mediocre year again. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we can only hope for the Brom era to continue going up, which seems like we are because the transfer portal. We got a lot of new recruits from the transfer portal, which is nice. Got a new quarterback and everything. Van Plummer from the city limits of Louisville, by the way. We do not want him back. <laughs> um, he is quite literally the reason why we sold a lot of the, uh, a lot of our games. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I watched the uh, Louisville Notre Dame. That was fun to watch. I'm glad Notre Dame lost. Yes, that I was actually on a bus ride back from a marching competition, and I was so hyped <laughs> when we won. I was literally screaming, and everyone else was sleeping. Uh, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, good season. Uh, and actually, speaking of a good season, um, I'm on Instagram again, and Omaha Central boys and girls basketball are on to uh, the Omaha Metro Championship games, both girls and boys, which is crazy. Yeah, because we were pretty mediocre the last couple of years. So, girls are currently undefeated on the season. Boys are, I think, they only have one loss this year as well. I'm gonna look, let me look at. I'm actually going to look at that schedules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me scroll down. 
Who did Bellevue West lose to? Miller North. <laughs> um... Scroll down there in the O's. Yeah. <laughs> Ensign, Brian, <laughs> Buena Vista doesn't want a game. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Brand new school. No, but Westview. Okay, so Buena Vista and Westview are the newest schools in the OPS district, and Westview is really good in the girls' department. <laughs> like, like they went, they made it to the Jamboree Championship against the girls' team. Our girls team, and but they lost. So, yeah, I don't know how a new school can be that good all of a sudden, but <laughs> oh wow, Central beat Miller North. Miller North made the state championship. Like, was it two years in a row or something? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, I think last year. Hmm, who did win last year? That'll be West. Oh. <laughs> Omaha Northwest is terrible at everything. Yeah, football, basketball, baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah, here you go. They're finally... Okay, so let's see. Who will the girls be? Oh, here you go. Omaha Central versus Millard West in the uh, Omaha Metro Championship game. So there you go. <laughs> Got your state title uh, winners from last year versing against the brand new and powerful Omaha Central School. Now we just need to wait and see who the boys team's going to be playing. It's either going between... Wait, did, uh, did you say Bellevue West lost to... Um, Bellevue West won the state title last year. I think the year before that, I think they lost to Miller North. Oh. So it's for the boys. Will it be? It'll either be between Bellevue West or West Side, Omaha West Side, for the final, which is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. If you look at the standings, Omaha Central was fifth. And they're in the championship, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> and we beat, uh, we beat uh, Wes. Uh, who, do, who the hell did we play? We beat Gretna uh, and Miller North, I believe. So yeah. Freaking Scut! <laughs> I don't know why I like saying Scut. <laughs> it's freaking Scut Catholic. <laughs> Scut sucks, scut sucks, scut sucks. Huh. But yeah, so. Yeah, that's. This is crazy, so um, I don't remember when the next. When the championship game is. Probably tomorrow, if I'm being honest. Probably. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, we can only hope for the best for Nebraska next year. The continuance downfall of Colorado, and the forever confusing success of college football. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
<laughs> Even though it manages to shoot itself in the foot many times. And then also, for a wonderful launch and successful game of NCAA football, for, uh, football the video game. Which hopefully, honestly, okay, one more thing before we do go. Um, I hope that EA does some sort of announcement during the championship game. There's oh, yeah. literally so much evidence that they're doing that because they haven't said a thing. They haven't done a trailer. They haven't. They literally barely do any press releases about it. So I feel like they're going to do it next Monday. At, like during the championship game. Like I wouldn't be surprised. So that'd be so cool. That would be cool. Like my eyes are gonna be glued to that screen on Monday. I have to go back to school, but whatever. I might have homework, but whatever. <laughs> Teacher, it's the championship. <laughs> yeah, and and a I didn't do my freaking homework. <laughs> and and a new video game's coming out. I must watch. I got more important stuff to deal with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, I have all my credits. I could have graduated in December, but my school didn't let me. Oh, really? Yeah. So I learned that literally the second to last day of school this uh, last semester. <laughs> so I'm literally just going to school for no freaking reason at this point. I was with me, too. Actually, I didn't even really. I don't think I even tried to graduate early. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I don't Honestly, know. I don't know. I don't know how that. I'm gonna take this. The rest of the art. Am I gonna be like? A, am I gonna? Am I gonna have senioritis so hard that I'm not gonna show up at all? Or am I gonna have senioritis where I show up but not do anything? <laughs> you know. That's the next question. <laughs> but all right. So that concludes episode three of the Think Tank. Thank you all so much for listening and watching and, well, and enjoying our little conversations and opinions that we had about our our great passion of college football. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening and uh, sitting with us, I guess, this long through our rants and discussions. Uh, so, yeah, anything else you want to say before we go, Dominic? Uh, I think that should be it. You. all right and with that please hit the like button and share this podcast to all your friends and family hit the subscribe button if you're watching on youtube and comment if you are enjoying our little podcast series so far or if you're listening on spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere else please uh rate our podcast uh please please thank you please oh dominic will give you a kiss um and yeah, with that we will be okay. <laughs> with that we will we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye bye.